Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, new sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Tomorrow's going to be better than today. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green here in Portland on AM860 with a slew of stations up and down the West Coast, the Midwest, and a couple back East. Also a big part of the Golf News Network on the iHeart uh, Golf News Network channel. It's 24-7 golf if you don't know about that. Um, Welcome to the show. We'd like to thank the folks at Painter Hills Natural Beef beef the way nature intended and also the oregon crab commission from sea to plate uh great stuff um, if you don't love dungeness crab then i don't know what's wrong with you maybe you can't eat it but it, let me know i'll come eat it for you anyway we'd like to thank those folks for both of those uh Painter hills beef and the oregon crab commission for sh- supporting the show uh if you pay attention to golf and collegiate golf You've got to know about the George Fox uh, women's team and their coach. And she's also an author. Mary Jo McCloskey is with us today. It's a real honor to talk to Mary Jo. Uh, George Fox became the third women's golf program west of the Mississippi and the first school in the Pacific Northwest to win the NCAA national championship. And it's all due not only to the golfers, but to this lady here, Mary Jo. Welcome. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a real pleasure to finally get to talk to you. And we're going to talk about your book a little later in the show, When Girls Win. I I finished it. My copy is a little dog-eared, as you can see there, <laughs> if, you, if you can, but it's a great book. But we'll talk about Thank that you. going forward. Um, is coaching something you started out wanting to do? Uh, no, actually not at all. You probably read that in the book that it was just uh, sort of a, an accident. My brother was the athletic director at a local college and I was in the marketing industry, hotel, actually hotel industry more specifically. And he just had this opportunity come up because they needed to start a women's golf program. And I got involved and yeah, then I just started loving it and kept going further with it. So it was never planned out. In fact, I actually have an MBA from university of Portland too. And I planned on going in a completely different direction in business. It's funny how that happens, isn't it? For sure. A little a little pebble in the road, so to speak, <laughs> and you go left instead of right or whatever, and you in, end exactly. up with something great. So when you started and you got the job and you showed up the first day and you were meeting your players and recruiting players and doing all the things that coaches do, Mary Jo, did you actually, you kind of answered this a second ago, but did you have a plan or did you just build one on the go as the situations developed? Uh, number two, build a plan <laughs> on the go for sure. Yeah. Now I had not, I hadn't coached before I played competitive golf, but 
I had not coached before. I, I didn't understand. I didn't actually, I didn't know I was going to be coaching with all men in our conference. I assumed that a lot of women would be out there coaching and it, I found out quickly that it was all men. So there were just a lot of surprises and things I didn't know. And that's kind of what led to me writing a book too, because I wanted to share that story. Well, that, I'm going to skip down my list of questions here. And, and, and this is all fun folks, but you'll have to read the book to find out what I'm talking about. Did you think at the first coaches convention, maybe would have gone a little better if you'd had a GPS unit to get out of the parking lot? <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was a disaster. <laughs> well, it, it had to be tough. Um, you know, good old boys club. Uh, I grew up in the good old boys system and the horse worlds, which is where I come from. I know people get tired of me saying that, but to, if you will, break that glass ceiling, it had to be tough for you to walk into that first coaches conference. I mean, they're probably looking at you like, who the hell are you? For sure. And even before walking in, they didn't have room for me at the end, so to speak, because there was just a coach's suite and it was all men. And so I couldn't stay there. And then there were two bunkhouses for the men's teams, one for the men, one for the women. And I had to find housing somewhere. This was down. Um, we were playing at Tokati, you know, down outside Springfield, Central Oregon. And there's not many places to stay around there. And I had yeah. to search and research to find a place to stay. So were they all kind of indifferent to you, all the coaches, or was there oh, no, they, somebody you made some alliances with kind of right off the bat? Yeah, for sure. I, I actually, the book isn't about putting down any man or no, anything no. like yeah. that. It's just, it's more about what it's like to be in that world and to figure out how to maneuver through it. So yeah, no, I, I thought I was making alliances, but then I got voted against all the time. And I think, wait, what a minute, what happened? But yeah. It's hard to break some of those. Uh, I don't know if you want to call them traditions. They were traditions with the guys before you got there, but they'd probably never looked at the flip side of the coin with right. a, a women's team being developed and, I mean, 20 years ago, if you will, or or more, they, yeah. never, they never would have thought that a women's team would have been the thing to do. I don't know how to put that nicely, but yeah. to be, be the thing to do and develop that, that side of the equation. They didn't think that way. No, exactly. And, and honestly, if you look back, it was that, that start was about 24 years ago, something like that. And men's golf had been around almost 50 years in the, in our same conference, men's golf had been around and women had not. And there's such a different caliber of play now. So back then, yeah. you know, uh, girls could get on the team if they owned a set of clubs and, you know, it's just so different now. It's just, it's night and day to how much it's changed. So I think there was just, fear that women aren't going to go anywhere in this sport. So why are you even putting this effort in? So. Yeah. I would have liked them to uh, some of those men's coaches to, I'm a big proponent, as you know, for like the LPGA and that. And, and I like the, the big tour from the guys too. I like them all, but I would have liked to seen, um, you know, some of those guys maybe play 
Patty Berg or, you know, <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody like that uh, coming up because they would, uh, they would just get their butts handed to them. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, so Mary Jo, between uh, navigating administrations and even though the administration at George Fox was very open to you and, and very helpful, but there's still things that you have to maneuver. I mean, my wife right. worked, worked in the education world for 20 odd years. And even though she was, you know, highly ranked and all that stuff, she would come home and go, eh. uh, <laughs> she, you know, there's protocols and things that you have to, to me. Sure. And so, um, was that the toughest part of the job or was it being accepted by the men's coaches as time went on the toughest part of the job? I would say, Oh, there are so many tough parts of the job. I would say, just continuing when, when you feel like so many don't think you can ever get very far, I would say it's just, um, that it's, it's really almost your inner self that you have to keep having to talk with yourself saying, I can do it. I'm, I'm on the right path. And I think it's, it's that fight of believing in yourself more in both areas. So it was challenging in both areas, but also three areas because we're also from Oregon. So on those rainy days when the wind and rain is coming sideways, you're thinking, what am I doing? Like, can I build a championship program here? Yeah. And so it's, there were just so many questions and just sort of inner demons that you're facing thinking, is this possible? Are the guys right? Are they right? And saying like, don't even try. You're not, you can't do it because we're competing against California schools and, and uh, schools in Texas. That's our region. And they basically were saying we can't even come close to those schools. They were wrong. <laughs> I know they were wrong. Yes. <laughs> they were very, very wrong. <laughs> so, on that. But, yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's, you know, the persistence pays off and, and that's an old, uh, adage and it, but it really, I think applies to your situation here. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick break. We're going to be back with, uh, uh, coach Mary Jo McCloskey talking about the George Fox team. And I could read you all the accolades and things they've won, but she wouldn't get a chance to talk in the show, uh, and her new book, when girls win. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back on grilling at the green. Hi, I'm JT, and I'm thrilled to announce our further collaboration with Painted Hills Natural Beef to bring you your best barbecue experience. As a special treat, Barbecue Nation listeners get a 15% off discount by just typing in the code Barbecue Nation when you check out. So all you got to do is go to the Painted Hills Natural Beef website, click on the store, place your order, and when it has discount or code at the bottom, type in BBQ Nation. Don't miss out on this really juicy deal from Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT, as you know, and if I can find my right script here, I'll tell you what I'm supposed to tell you. Um, we've got uh, Mary Jo McCluskey on. She's the women's golf coach at George Fox. She's an author. She's a crackerjack uh, golfer herself, and she has traveled extensively. So that's a nice lead in 
as we call a segue in my world, to uh, get some tips. Now, Mary Jo doesn't know what I'm going to ask her here, but this is the part of the show, Mary Jo, where uh, we ask whoever the guest is to share with us, our audience, some travel tips. Um, you know, you've traveled extensively. Uh, most of the people we have on the show have, and, you know, they will tell a little bit of something that happened or an experience or some good and bad things to, to, uh, uh, think about. So what are your travel tips? Well, as a golfer, one of the most important things is to make sure your clubs are protected in the travel bag, because we've showed up at a big tournament at St. Mary's at Notre Dame, probably about seven or eight years ago. And one of my players drive driver, her driver was broken in half. The head completely popped off. Uh -oh. So we, she, I said, did you have it protected? And she was like, what do you mean? <laughs> so, so it was not protected. She sort of just assumed that the bag would protect it. But yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely protecting your clubs and making sure they're they're all in there really tight. Um, I would say, what else? Um, just really preparing for weather. You know, one time we we thought we were going, I think it was one of our trips to Arizona and we just assumed it was going to be just, and we looked at the weather forecast and it was sunny, warm, whatever, but we ended up having some rain and we didn't really bring jackets. And so yeah. all of, now you're without jackets, you're without umbrellas and that sort of thing. So just, you know, anticipating anything because the surprises are the hardest things to deal with. And that's where the emotion comes into play. Like, oh no, what are we going to do? And the panic sets in. So uh, that's a that's a very good point. And we'd like to thank the folks over at Weston Kia and Gresham for sponsoring golf trip travel tips. Someday I'm going to be able to say that correctly. Uh -huh. um, Jay and Jan over there, I've known them since we were little kids and they do a great job. So thank you, Weston Kia. But that reminds me, is that where you decided to buy the jackets after that no. trip? No, no, actually, that came really early on. OK, all right. <laughs> Um, I'm going to feed you guys this. Stuff obviously read the book. <laughs> I've read the book and I, I, you know, there's some great stuff in there like that. Thank um, you. you know, Mary Jo, the, um, ah, get that off there. What's been the absolute best part of your job? I would say the best part of my job is having the opportunity to sort of have a front row seat to watching young women develop into amazing people, not just golfers, but just amazing people. And, oh my gosh, I'll get emotional talking about, uh. um, but yeah, super rewarding, super exciting to see them break through resistance that has been keeping them back from showing their greatness. And it's just the most thrilling thing when they break through. And we had a senior on our team at the national championship who hadn't who hadn't made it um, in the lineup in the previous three championships. And it was just so cool to see, she was captain of the team, to see her leadership, to see her dedication, to see her commitment to the team. And then she basically had a storybook finish and went, uh, I think it was four under par from the ninth hole on, including having an yeah. eagle on the 13th hole. And just seeing like her being able to battle some of the the stress that she had and the resistance that was holding her back and then seeing her bust through is like the coolest thing ever as a coach. She's got that coach. <laughs> yeah, she's got exactly. it. Exactly. So that, that kind of leads to my next question. Do you think your coaching has helped 
<clears throat> not only in the team aspect, but them as individuals. Now get your Kleenex, Mary Jo, because this. I get, know, I know. Uh, but them as individuals preparing for life after college. I do. I I want to say hopefully I played a role. I don't think it's not just me. It's great parenting. It's great um, mentors. It's 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 yeah. everyone. It takes a village. But I do think that um, that's that's the exciting part as well. In fact. Just last year, one of my players, um, actually, she's the she's the topic of my second to last chapter, but she was a four point biology major and she really stayed with golf because she really wanted to become mentally stronger and see how far mm -hmm. she could go. And she she got into medical school at OHSU. And oh, good I'm for just, her. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. But there's so many others, too. I've had, you know, uh, um, accountants on the team that a, a girl that recently graduated that got a job immediately at a great accounting firm and engineers and just girls just doing amazing things out there. And I think it's really prepared them and helped them. So are you going to get free doctor visits out of that? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> um, I think that's very important, you know, to instill those things uh mental toughness development standing on your own two feet that type of thing not blaming the world and uh we're going to talk about that in the next couple of segments but i think you've done a, a amazing job there um real mm -hmm. quick before we go to break and we've got time for this what advice would you give to women thinking about going into coaching whether it's golf or basketball whatever it doesn't matter yeah um, I would say do it like there's so much you gain so much from it. And I think some women are a, a little bit shy about it and maybe think they're they're not good enough. And I'm like, if you think that, then look at me <laughs> because I came out of nowhere and was able to just, you know, plow through and get through a lot of different uh, a lot of adversity and different things. And so it's it's really a fun world. It's it's a great it's so rewarding the seeing the development of of young women is just, there's nothing more rewarding. I think it's awesome. Do any of your players that have gone on to the real world or med school, whatever, do they ever come back and see you? Uh, yeah, they do. In fact, I had a big group of them come back at the end of September because they were inducted into our hall of fame at George Fox. Oh, and it was just really cool. They were the, the class of 2010 was inducted and it was our first hall of fame group. And it's just, Right, what they're doing and their and the maturity and just where they're at in their life and just I don't know it just feels really good that they're grateful for their time at George Fox. But again, it's not it's not like it it was all me. It was just really the program and our culture as a program and our community at George Fox. It's just really positive and it really um, it it just helps guide guide um, young people in the right right direction. Excellent. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back with uh, Mary Jo McCloskey, uh, women's golf coach at uh, George Fox. Not only that, but an author. And we're going to talk about her book, When Girls Win, as soon as we return. Stay with us. Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by My Golf Spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com.
Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm Jeff Tracy. Uh, we'd like to thank the folks at uh, Painted Hills Natural Beef. You know, I always say it's beef the way nature intended. It's actually more than that. They put a lot of pride and care into every day in in raising and um, getting the best beef for you and your family on your table. Uh, check out their website at uh, PaintedHillsBeef.com, and you can uh, kind of see their story there. And if you haven't had any and you can't find it in your local markets, you can go to their website and they've got a locator there, or you can order directly online from them. Also, we'd like to thank John Breaker and Birdie Ball, the folks there at Birdie Ball in Evergreen, Colorado. Uh, if you want a little practice tool, I would recommend Birdie Ball. They don't fly more than 40 yards. They look like a napkin ring. They're tough. You can't break them. And... Uh, when the weather's inclement, I stand on my deck and hit them. So there you go. Do that. So we're talking with uh, Mary Jo McCloskey from George Fox Women's Golf Team. Uh, she's got a new book out called When Girls Win. And, you know, a lot of it is what I liked about the book, honestly, Mary Jo, was, uh, and don't take this the wrong way, it wasn't just a rah, rah, rah book. I've read so many of those. You talk about specific things, specific instances, but you're also the main focus is, you know, mentally tough and going forward. Uh, that's one of the big themes of the book there. Um, you know, and of course, there's a quote that's been going around for 100 years now talking about mental toughness in the in the world of golf. And, and it comes from uh, Bobby Jones talking about the, you know, the tough part being the six inches between your ears. Um my head's a little bigger than that, but I get the picture there. And uh, it's true. But as you were developing your coaching skills and then ultimately writing the book, was that the main focus? I know it's the focus of the book, but was it the focus also in your coaching style? Yes, definitely. Because, okay. yeah, um, it, it has been the focus in our coach, in my coaching style, because um, we're, we, how do I say it? Um, a lot of the, a lot of the players that we've got, that we, that have come into George Fox, especially early on, didn't have a lot of experience that a lot of other players out there have had, like playing in the, in the AJGA group, um, sure. basically like the club, like a plane, you know, for a club. And so we've had, a lot of inexperience, but we've had a lot of talent. But so in order to sort of get to that, to catch up to, to experience, I felt like building confidence and building resiliency and, and working on that area has been the most important thing. And that's the biggest separator. And that's what I learned myself, because uh, as I tell them the story in my book, I always felt like I had coaches say, oh, you have so much more potential. You have so much more potential. I'm like, okay, why isn't it coming out? I'm working really hard. I'm doing my best out here. And it wasn't until I went to Pumpkin Ridge and I listened to the sports psychologist, Dr. David Cook, who wrote Seven Days in Utopia. And he just talked about the mind being a separator. And I just said, that's what we need to work on. That's that's the difference. I haven't worked on that enough. I've worked really hard on my physical skills, but I haven't really put myself under pressure. I haven't gone out on the putting green and said, I need to make this two foot putt to win the US Open. You know, I never, yeah. I just made a bunch. And then I get in a tournament and I would miss one and I'd be like, oh no, here we go again. So, <laughs> yeah. So I felt like that was our, that was the quickest way. That in short game is the yeah. quickest way to get your game to another level. 
my uh and i'm a terrible golfer compared to most everybody but the point is you make a big point in the book saying you got to let it go let <laughs> it go right and and i don't have 55,000 swing thoughts i i try to have no swing thoughts actually except just just kind of being uh if you will centered in yourself right. in your brain you know yeah. that's my big and and little story here very quickly the show isn't about me but when i grew up on the ranch we had a we had a crick and we just you know swam in the crick and caught crawdads and fished and all that stuff there was a black rock uh right by one of the little rapids and that black rock is still there today although i haven't seen it in years but i doubt if they moved it and this black rock and i could always think of that because that black rock never changed the water would hit it from all sides and it was just right there but it was also very peaceful uh when i would come home from competing in the horse world and if it was tough and if it was the summertime so you didn't freeze to death i'd go sit in the creek next to the black rock and that's an image i still have in my head and that's what i try to find when i'm doing not just golf but anything under pressure i try to find that black rock and, and so powerful i love that yeah i just kind of yeah, I don't know. I don't, you know, before we had names for these things about centered and focused and all that, I just knew the black rock was always going <laughs> to be there for me. So I love that. I, I'm going to share that with my team. Okay. Really good. Uh, you, you name your chapters after music titles. I was a, being a radio guy, Mary Jo, I, I'm impressed with that. Thank you. And, um, and you talk and you write about the motivations in the team van with music. I mean, this looks like one of my old playlists, the, <laughs> the titles you have there. So how do you, how did the, was that a group effort to pick those or, or um, what? So it actually started with chapter nine when I was writing about the styrofoam cooler blowing up behind me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was having to stop and pick up the pieces. And I just remember while I was writing that, that tune came into my head, you know, pick up the pieces. The pieces. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever. And I just thought, you know, oh my gosh, maybe I, I don't know, maybe I should be naming these, these uh, chapters differently. And originally the chapters were named like a sports psychology book, like emotional resilience, um, how to, how to work with your process. And they were all like that. And so when I got together with my editor, who I want to give a shout out to, she's amazing. CJ Johnson, Claudia Johnson helped me make the words pop off, pop off the the pages, sure. but she, um, she's big into music. And I was telling her about pick up the pieces and we started saying, why are we not doing more of this? And I found myself using, I use music all the time. Music is magic. And I thought I'm not a sports psychologist. I don't need to show like that side of things. I just want to really bring across me and who I am as a coach. So that's where we just started incorporating that in more. And then wow. I just did them all. I like that. You know, one Thank of you. the, I, I really truly do because one of the things that um, I used to teach a lot of amateurs and um, this was back in the eighties, you know, I was 12. Um, but you know, the one thing I would always do is I would look at them and say, let's rock and roll. And it's not, <laughs> I know that's kind of become cliche, but we always had music on at the shows music. too. Mm -hmm. And so you know, in those days, uh, we were just starting to get into CDs and things like that. But I would have a group of songs that one I really liked and I thought would fire people up. 
you know, now the the older students I had, they didn't care for that. They wanted to listen to Ernest Tubb waltz across Texas or something. But I was all, you know, Bob Seeger and those guys getting people fired up because it it made them kind of relax and just get in the zone. Right, for sure. Yeah. And I and you talk about being in the zone with with your players. Right. And watching them kind of if you will, glaze over at times. And then, you know, they're there and you can leave them alone and just go do it. Right. Exactly. It's yeah. the coolest thing ever. Do you get in the zone? <laughs> I feel like I finally arrived in the zone at this last championship. And I want to thank Dove Chocolates for that. And it's kind of a crazy story, but I never, have you ever had the Dove Chocolates? I'm not, a, I'm not yeah. sponsored by Dove Chocolates. No, yet. no. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't know it was my mom's 90 year old friend that told me underneath the wrapper, there was like a little saying on those yeah. Dove Chocolates. So right before we went to the national championship, I just, I had one and I said, whatever it says under this wrapper, I'm taking it with me. And it said, fearlessly authentic. And it just really stuck with me that I'm going to go to this, this championship and I'm just going to be me and just own it. And I think the more I owned who I was, instead of trying to like, am I missing anything? Like I was doing in those early days and I, I found the zone. I definitely did. That's, I was, yeah. That, that works. I mean, I that, know I did. <laughs> that really works. So we're talking with Mary Jo McCluskey, uh, golf coach at, uh, George Fox, uh, women's team. Uh, in 17 seasons, I have to read this because I didn't memorize it. In 17 seasons, the program won 98 tournaments. It's kind of a Tiger Woods type-esque thing there, you know, uh, and has been recognized in five different seasons as the top ranked team in the nation. That's quite an accomplishment. It really is. Uh, we're, Mary Jo and I are going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask her a couple of things about uh, fundamentals that she talks about in the book. And that's not all about your putting stroke so stay with <laughs> stay with us we'll be back in just a couple minutes here on grilling at the green hi everybody it's jt and this is a special version of grilling at the green grilling at the green is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef <laughs> Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm Jeff Tracy, along with Mary Jo McCluskey uh, from George Fox College and uh, seven-time NCAA Division Three West Regional Coach of the Year and eight-time Northwest, eight times Northwest Conference Coach of the Year. Do uh, you have any room for any more trophies or what? <laughs> you just you know, it up there, kid. <laughs> No, but you're making this so much about me and it's so much, it's not about me. There's just so many people behind me and I can't say enough great things about George Fox University, our president, Robin Baker, our athletic director, Adam Puckett, just all the people that put in so much work, our SID, our, just all the people behind us, all our supporters. We have so many great supporters. So it's really, it takes a village. And then, and then I have amazing mentors. Um, Scott Ruick, the women's basketball coach down at Oregon state. He's a mentor. He used to be at George Fox. He's the greatest. He's taught me so many things. Linda Volstad, the former, you know, um, national championship coach that's won the national champion 
uh, six times when she was at Arizona state, she's, you know, given me so, so much great advice. So there's, and then just all the parents, just all the people, it's really, it, it's a team effort. Like we've, we've been able to do this as a team, not. Oh, oh yeah. But you're kind of the point of the spirit, you know, that's the deal. <laughs> I yeah. try to help. <laughs> yeah. So in, you talk about the fundamentals in the book, which is called when girls win, uh, it's available on Amazon. Uh, and I'm sure in bookstores all over the place, but that's where I got my copy was on Amazon. Uh, do these fundamentals apply to everyone or can folks have their own versions? And let me, for the audience, let me tell you what they are. They're accept yourself, look inward, do the work, be persistent, know your why. And I think actually that know your why kind of struck me as actually kind of at the top of the heap if you're a competitor. And it, sure. it doesn't matter whether it's golf or ping pong. It doesn't matter, but know your why. Um, so do these kind of apply to everybody or can people have their own versions of these? Oh, they can, you can definitely have your own versions. I, those are just ones that really resonated with resonate with me, but I definitely think you need to know your why, because that's really what motivates you every day. It, it makes you do the work when no one's watching, you know? Yeah and and keep you keep you going towards towards your dream uh i'll tell you a, a horse story but not while we're on the show but it's, okay. it's a, a little lengthy but when <laughs> it was you you just had to well you just said there do the work be persistent know your why um my father taught me some stuff there so uh kind of last official official question here mary joe sure. use 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 a lot of quotes from either very top-ranked women athletes, motivational gurus, marketing experts. That's where you came from in that. And shrinks. Um, <laughs> is this something you actually used in your coaching from day one, or did you develop these things and look at them as tools and uh, reflectors, if you will, going throughout your career? Um, I would say I've probably used them throughout my career, but I've gotten more and more into it over the years. I mean, I've always been a Bob Rotella fan from the yeah. beginning, ever since he wrote golf is not a game of perfect, but um, I think I've just, you know, over the years have, have gotten into it more and more. And I always listen to, now I listen to a lot of audio books and I know people at the end of the year, were talking about how many books they read this past year. And I read 40, I read 50, whatever. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I listened to at least 40 books this last year, but yeah. I listen to them a lot when I go on walks or hikes, but I, I feel like I've just gotten more and more into it, just constantly trying to learn more and innovate and figure out what can keep separating ourselves from, you know, our competition. And I was nervous coming on today because I'm like, Jeff, we still have another championship to go after this year. Oh, so yeah. I tell you all my secrets. And some, some people have said, why did you write this book? You're telling all your secrets. But I feel like it was just time to share, you know, share some of the stories because there's been so much said about mental toughness. And I thought not really many are coming from the arena and expressing what they've learned from the arena. And also the fact that I'm a, a female in the arena, I thought that that could be really powerful and um, sharing that information could, could really help a lot of people. Uh, Mary Jo McCluskey, ladies golf coach, women's golf coach, however you prefer to say it at George Fox college, uh, more titles than, um, government people give themselves but anyway she's got a new book out too called when girls win i recommend it it's a great book 
Um, not only stories from the team, but stories of her personal experiences and some motivational stuff in there. Now, Mary Jo, you're going to stick around for after hours, right? Uh, yes, certainly. Okay. And Thanks the, so much. Thank you so much. It's an honor to talk to you. Oh, please. It's um, my honor to talk to you. It really is. Um, and she has no idea what she's getting into in after hours. Anyway, we'll be back <laughs> next week. Uh, I think Bob Herring is going to join us next week with his new book called Drive, his uh, latest uh, tome about uh, uh, Tiger Woods. Bob's covered Tiger more than anybody. Anyway, we will see you next week. Take care, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.